Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. This is week four, session one of the 2K plan. If you haven't listened to my introduction on week one, session one, either head back and take a listen or go to the rowalong.com website where the full description of how to use this 2K plan is available. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. We're in week four of the training plan and this is session one. This is a strange week, we need to take it easy because this week it's test week. You've got a 2K test ahead of you. So what we're going to do is build through some intensity but not make it too tough so you've got enough on your legs for the test. That said, with today it means that we're going to be doing three 12 minute intervals with 90 seconds rest in between and it's going to be at 18 strokes a minute and your pace is going to be right about 2K plus 20 to 22. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Four minute warm up. Set your drag factor first. Set your monitor so that's at eye height and set your uh, foot straps so they cover either the bottom lace on your shoe or if you're in socks like me, let you hinge forward comfortably at the front. If you don't know about drag factor, by the way, I've got a video which says what it is and kind of gives you an idea where to set it. But for the time being, let's crack straight into our four minute warm up at around about 18 strokes a minute and I'll guide you through it. Here we go. Take it nice and easy at first. I mean, we're never really going to get that intense on today's session anyway. But if this is the first exercise that you've done today, then just take it nice and easy for the first minute. Just make sure and get your body used to the fact you've got some exercise coming up. Now either I'm in some serious trouble or my heart rate monitor is malfunctioning. So currently thinks my heart rate is, here we go, almost, 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 yep. 200 beats a minute. <laughs> Hang on. No. It's about 120. Oh well. I'm not going to be doing any heart rate guidance today, am I? Anyway, okay, so we're one minute into the warm-up. Just have a little think about technique at this stage. Maybe just concentrate on your arms. Nice and straight at the front, straight back out. Straight at the front, in, straight back out. Just do that. So nice and straight, in, straight back out. With relaxed arms, do the drive, only really tensing up as you bend the elbows in at the finish. Remember your arms at the start of the stroke are there to let you put the power from your legs into the flywheel. Okay, so one more stroke and then we'll take a foot out the straps and just roll with your one leg that's still left in. You should still be able to get a good powerful drive from this. 
You'll get nice compression at the front. Open up the hips and properly feel it as you drive through the leg. Swap feet, same drill on the other leg. Just press through. Try and see if you can hold that forward lean before swinging to the back of the machine. There we go. Well, I still don't think I'll be at 154 from my heart rate. Felicia's not saying 200. One more stroke. Put both feet in. Have a slight bend in your knees. And just do your back and arms. Arms and back. So swing through your hips on your back. And then finish the handle. Then reverse the motion by handle, then back. Great drill to do if you struggle with the hip rock. That kind of hinging from one o'clock to 11 o'clock and back again. Right, reverse. Straight arms and just hit that catch at the front. Just feel the bite as you press through your legs. You shouldn't have to drive too hard. This is more about technique and sequencing and just warming you up a little bit. So just keeping that forward lean and feeling that little catch at the front. One more stroke. There we go. So that's a warm up done. Have a drink, keep moving up and down the rail and I'll quickly go over today's session one more time. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Today's session is going to be three 12-minute intervals at 18 strokes a minute with 90 seconds rest in between. Your pace is going to be around about 2k plus 20 to 22, which puts in an effort level of around about 5 out of 10 and should let you speak pretty much throughout the entire workout, okay? If you're gonna be rowing along, monitor, and you're gonna be setting your intervals uh, to 12 rest, 12 rest, 12, then make sure and pick undefined rest, okay? So that way we'll be able to stop and start at the same time. But you'll need to remember to press the button to start the next interval running, okay? That seems to be everything I can say before starting this, so I might as well just talk to you more while we're in the row. Just 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20 to 22. This is meant to be a nice, easy first session of the week, okay? Whereas before we'd push stroke rates, this time we're just going straight down to the norm for this for an 18 stroke um, piece, okay? So you ready to go? Good. In three, two, one, let's go. Remember, just follow me for stroke rates. And this is not a session to push. Hang on. All right, let's see if I can try and press the button on my watch in between strokes. There we go. I take into, if I do look at quite a lot of the recent videos, you'll see I, I wasn't wearing a watch. It's kind of because I got fed up. There's no point. Time means nothing right now. But I started wanting to track exercise and calories a bit better, so I started to wear my Apple Watch again. Okay, so by now I hope you're rowing along in pace with me. 
at 18 strokes a minute. And that your pace is around about 2K plus 20 to 22. Now, depending on how many days a week you're doing on this plan, you may just have had a day's rest. You may have had a couple days rest or depending on how you've spaced out your sessions you may have gone straight from a mid-tier session in like yesterday into this session one of this week in all cases bearing in mind this is test week I really don't want you to do more than just paddle, well, pretty much just paddle through this. What you're doing is giving yourself a chance to concentrate on technique, build a good foundation engine, keep all of your muscles and your blood system and your cardio in kind of maintenance mode is the wrong word what am I going for engaged kind of prepared to go you're almost like in stasis where this session isn't about making you faster or stronger albeit it will help your cardio system and probably if you're going at a low enough heart rate pace probably be quite a good fat burning workout as well but what it shouldn't be doing is robbing your system of its ability to perform on the 2k test now that means two things if you think of this from a runner's point of view they tend to taper before a race which means They'll do less volume, but maybe kind of short burst intensities. Did I skip a stroke there? I think I did. Let's just catch up. Now, because of the options of the six day training plan, and I still want to give you all six sessions, it means that we're still doing rows a good few days of the week even if you're on the five and the four so you need to look at this on both sides first up you don't want to drain yourself before your test at the same time you don't want to go backwards 
So after the end of week three, which included the top tier session in the middle that would hopefully have really tested you. After everything that happened in three, that was almost like your final build state. And then you come out the other end of that into this one, which is kind of like saying to your body, right, remember that rowing stuff? I'm not going to challenge you, but I want you to get prepared. I'm not going to make you work harder and have to rebuild, but I'm also not going to let you go backwards. I should just pass through the halfway point on this first interval. So this is a really easy, simple, just a, almost like a blowing of the cobwebs out after the end of a tough week on week three. So it's not meant to be a tough row at all. Session two, which is typically a hard session, and it's included like the five times six minutes and the four times eight minutes, which have been the higher end of hard. Well, tomorrow's is kind of slap bang in the middle it's just a solid hard piece so what it'll do is give you a chance to open up your system a little bit keep your power up keep your pace up but importantly shouldn't um, shouldn't deplete you for when you ultimately have to do your 2k test by the next day you should be fully recovered ready for another bottom tier if you're on the six day training plan and again I do realise that you may be swapping some of these sessions in and out of different weeks so me talking about this is week four test week may be a bit alien however I'm gonna tag all of the sessions for this week as part of the test week just so you know that these are kind of designed as a taper I think I told you that I had a lot to say after the warm-up and it was best just to say it during the row again all of this info will be in the training plan webpage at pvprowing.com so if you're unsure what on earth is going on what this is all about or you just need clarification on my 
methodology, then I recommend going to my website at pdprowing.com and reading up on it because if you've come to this session fresh and you've got absolutely no frame of reference for why it's been paced like this you'll be well within your rights to go that seemed like a light session 2k plus 22 with a 90 second rest I mean you should be able to do in any other week 2k plus 22 or even 2k plus 20 at 18 strokes a minute for 36 minutes which is our total rowing time today you should be able to do that without any rest but this is very much trying to keep this as a solid bottom tier maybe even slightly on the easier side of bottom just to get your cobwebs blown out and your body ready for the week I mean if I was doing a race on a Saturday I do a row like this on the Monday a tougher one on the Tuesday an easy one on the Wednesday I then take Thursday off I do what I call a stirring of the tanks on the Friday which is a short sprint followed by a slow row and then the Saturday's race day and then Sunday's rest day or if you're on the six day training plan the seventh day would be a recovery row it's basically another bottom tier one and that's how I'm going to run test week it may not fit entirely into your plans having a rest day on a Thursday so just be sensible about how you program in the sessions for yourself okay last stroke I mean on the website at pdprowing.com I'll make sure and give suggestions on how to mix up the sessions if you can't it's like basically where wherever you want to place the rest day I'll give an order so week four is a alien week compared to the other three excuse me Try not to make it too complicated for you. But the importance of having a test week can't really be underestimated. I mean, what you could do is put this week wherever you want. I'm calling it week four. You could make it week five and like create your own week four and then have week five as test week. You could even have week six or seven or eight. But naturally, in terms of how your body develops, four week cycles 
kind of seems to be what most people do, even if you're talking like supplements and you know, that kind of stuff, where, or diets. Every four weeks, change it up, just so your body doesn't get too used to what you're doing. And so that's kind of what I'm doing today. Right, so if you've set undefined rests, you should see a button saying press to continue. So press that now, and it should just sit there at zero. And then we can both start together in five, four, three, two, one, go. Same thing again. Just a gentle 18, okay? This is the kind of row where really, I should be shutting up. If you just stick on some good tunes, zone out, concentrate on your technique, keep an eye on your pace, make sure you're not either over or, well, you can't really underdo this session, but you don't really want to be any slower than, say, 2K plus 26, 28. I mean, really, 2K plus 30 is the absolute slowest you should do this. You'll be hardly moving if you're any slower than that. But it's a good one. Session like this, just to concentrate on what's going on with your body. Try and kind of hit a zen-like state. Feel the rhythm. I mean, I still maintain that people who aren't able to row at such a slow stroke rate are in that position because they're not rowing to a rhythm. They don't have a flow. So remember, I'm going drive, pull. Hang on, I'll go again, hang on. Drive, pull, release, bend. Drive, pull, release, bend. Recover. Drive, pull, release, bend, recover. Crikey, that's tough. <laughs> so, drive, finish, push, bend, recover. Drive, finish, push, bend, recover. So, that kind of goes, hang on, let's see if I can get this right. Yep, he's lost it. I'm trying to work out the best way to try and put across to you that I'm constantly in motion from the drive, hands in and out, nothing ever stops. So I get to the front, instantly drive, and then at the back, pull in instantly, instantly push the handle back out again. And so by always flowing, and also realizing that the drive is the big explosive, powerful part of the stroke, And the recovery is just that. You take your time to recover. So, each stroke right now is just over 
3 seconds 3.3 to be precise well 3.3 recurring to be very precise but if we just call it 3 seconds for these purposes you're driving for a second and then recovering for two so drive for one recover for two drive for one recover for two drive for one recover for two and that's the rhythm so try to get out of the habit at especially the lower stroke rates like this one try to get out of the habit of just doing this if I can do it drive back drive back drive back <laughs> where it's basically a metronome where you're drive and recovery at the same pace at these low rates that's not what you do you still want to be engaging picking up the flywheel pushing the machine away with your legs and having a good powerful finish if you try at a rate this slow to make it a one-to-one -one, one and a half second drive one and a half second recover you won't be putting in the power to your drive and you're likely to be slightly rushing your recovery oh, it's another of John's dry lectures Last thing I'd say about that though is once you get to, I don't know, about 28 strokes and over per minute, I mean, oh, halfway there. Once you get up to 28 and over, then your stroke, drive, and recovery does tend to even out and get closer to each other. So on 30 strokes a minute I do tend to be one second drive one second recovery I mean it might be 0.8 versus 1.2 or whatever but it's certainly a lot closer a ratio than this is right now so anyway it's all about rhythm the rhythm's going to get you in the end what it's going to get you is faster and stronger so anyway if you're just to circle back about 7 minutes <laughs> 6 minutes if you're having difficulty trying to hold pace and stroke rate with an 18 stroke per minute piece just look at your rhythm your flow 
making sure you're laying in some power through that stroke. So in order to hold 2K plus 20 at such a slow stroke rate, you do have to put some power in. There we go. I'll shut up about technique for a while. Although to be honest, it is a, <laughs> I obviously can talk about it. Here we go, I mean, it's something I enjoy talking about something I hope helps you and on a row like this where it's not like I'm having to bark out keep your stroke rate up keep your pace up and stuff so talking about technique keeps me on on brand and keeps me talking to keep me company can't all be about my musical history or dinner that night or annoying neighbours, favourite movies, artwork. Sometimes I do have to give you a wee bit of coaching. However, tonight's dinner I'm sure you're all eager to know. Tonight's dinner was kind of a sausage tagliatelle with, I don't know how to describe, I'm sure the sauce has a name, but it's basically creme fraiche, uh, mushrooms, onions, and sausages obviously chopped up into Kind of small ball sizes, so almost like small meatballs. But then a little bit of mustard, the yellow stuff, not the whole green. And a good fair whack in of smoked paprika. Cook all that together. Cook some tagliatelle. Shake some olive oil over the tagliatelle. Put the tagliatelle in a bowl. Put your sausage mix on top in the middle of the tagliatelle. Cook some garlic bread. Sit down, nom nom nom. Gorgeous. Really was nice. And even with the smoked paprika, so far, it's not repeating on me. <laughs> the danger to, I literally only ate about 10 minutes, well no, 15 minutes before starting this session. Quite a late one today. So I ate, let it settle a little bit, and then came out to the studio to record this for you. 
probably helps that it's a nice gentle row. This isn't why I <laughs> programmed this is tonight's row thinking, oh, any faster. Is it stroganoff? It's kind of a stroganoff. But I think the paprika pulls that away from that. Anyway, so that was my dinner plans. And this is your last stroke of that interval. There we go. Have a drink. Move up and down the rail if you need to. If you're starting to get a bit crampy in your butt, make sure and lift your butt cheeks. Oh, I've got keys in my pocket. No wonder I felt uncomfortable. <sighs> Idiot. I'm like, oh, this new seat pad's really digging into my backside. I'm gonna have to check afterwards exactly what I've done here. No, no, no. It's a bottle opener on my keychain. Just in case I wanted a couple of Coronas while I'm rowing. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Anyway, if you're starting to cramp, especially in your hamstrings and your glutes, just lift your butt cheek off the seat, place it back down again. Just kind of reseat your seat. So literally, Lift your butt. Oh. I'm getting used to this seat pad. I did have a bad session on Sunday morning with it where something started to cramp up really badly. Press the button if you're doing the undefined intervals along with, uh, to make sure you roll along with me. And then sit steady. And then in five, four, three, two, one. Last interval. Still try and keep your stroke rate to 18 and your pace the same as it's been this whole row. If you've been taking it easy from the start, carry on taking it easy. What I'm going to guess is the reason you're take, you were taking it easy was either they are just a big lazy person, which I'm not into, thank you very much, or it's your brain telling you, come on man, give me a day, just give me a bit of intensity, but not too much, because I know what's coming in the rest of the week. Of course, that would have made you a clairvoyant, but hey, maybe you read ahead. But yeah, so if you started at 2k plus 22, there really isn't any value in suddenly jumping up to 2k plus 20 for this last interval. Just hold it where you are. This is the kind of session that when I was training for races before getting injured. Tiny violin, I'm injured. Um, I would have looked upon this one with deep suspicion and always had that little voice in my head saying, this isn't gonna help. You're training to go fast. Why are you going slow? 
Uh, and ultimately, that ended up with me overtraining, probably getting injured, setting myself back, and at the very obvious, if it was anywhere near a race or a test, I'll have blown my blown all my chips on a session like this and then suddenly wouldn't have that top top tier of energy for a test or a race. That happened. So last year, yeah last year at the Devon Indoor Rowing Championships. I was training, and this is coming out of injury, I was training really sensibly. Sam had given me a really strict plan to stick to for a 1K race. Everything was in place for me to do, I think it was like a, kind of about 308 for 1k, so holding 134 for 3 minutes and 8 seconds. And it was all pointed towards that. Not my PB, but coming back off injury and stuff, I would have been very happy with 308. Anyway, did exactly what he said, trained exactly how he told me to, tapered exactly how he told me to and then my plan was to enter the 5k race in the morning as a warm-up just to stir the tanks like I said before take a really slow slow stroke rate maybe 2k plus 18 to 20 like this. Just really make sure all cylinders were firing, but not tiring myself out. Do I need to continue this story? I think you already know what happened. I'm tempted to actually just stop the story here and let, let you fill in the blanks. But I won't. Of course, what I did was instead of rowing the 5k at 2k plus 18 to 20 and at 18 to 20 strokes per minute as a warm up, I got into a, into a bun fight with another rower who was not going too much faster, only like four seconds per K faster than me. So instead of me holding 158 for the 5K, I upped the stroke rate to about 24 and was doing about 153, 154. So still not the pace I should have been going at for 24 strokes a minute, but I got halfway there. 
but still not the pace I should have been going at when it came to the 1k race in the afternoon. So anyway, so I rode the 5k at the end of it. Legs are a little bit worn out. I'm a wee bit heavy breathing for something that I should really have been able to hold a conversation the whole time during. And I come like seventh or something. So there's no value at all to be pushing that 5k apart from just like I say, seeing someone else going faster than me, seeing the race screen on the wall and looking at how far I was behind everyone else and how usually I'm the one in the lead and so pride kicked in and all that rubbish. So I went too fast and of course part three of this story is that when it came to the 1k race in the afternoon started off beautifully okay so I'm hitting 133 134 really happy stroke rate feels good Breathing's good, legs are good, everything's good. Then I got to about 555 meters to go and suddenly panic set in. It just became that little bit harder than it should have been. And then another 100 meters went and it suddenly became a lot harder than it should have been to hold that pace. And there starts the tale of someone getting gradually slower and slower through the race. And where my plan was to hold 134 towards by the last, say, 250, 300 meters of the race, I'm down to like 144 because my legs are shot. My cardio's still recovering from the 5K. So I'm panic breathing. I can't quite get my breathing rhythm right, which is then not getting the oxygen to my legs. And my legs are already tired from the 5K and they need some oxygen. <laughs> the glycogen in my muscles has been depleted, so I don't have that zing to them. And I think I ended up in a race that I thought I'd comfortably win. I think I came up fifth. There's just a photo of me afterwards with my head kind of hanging in shame because I knew I'd completely blown it. Not just from overdoing the 5k, but just the mistrust in my body that that created. So anyway, that's a really long story to warn you about the dangers of not setting yourself up 
properly for test weeks or rest, sorry, race weeks. Now, you'll see from how I planned this week that it's not about taking it easy for a whole week and thinking you'll be totally rested for the test or for the race. That's not what it's about. It's about giving your body the pushes and uh, relaxing moments, peaks and troughs, although the peaks won't get too peaky, but just enough to keep your power and pace in your body firing on all cylinders, but also keeping your energy system topped up and ticking along nicely, not having to work too hard that you start to go into kind of energy debt, but also not going so easily that you kind of go back a couple of steps of fitness. So that's what this week is about. Learn from my mistake at last year's Devon Championships. Just felt, because uh, you can't just jump back on the machine and do it again. It's not like if you mess up a 2K, you can come back to it and give your all in 15 minutes. Anyway, here we go, last stroke. Sorry, that last interval was all about me. We didn't particularly discuss technique in a wider form at all. Oh, I'm still on. I... There we go. Right, you can go, just row, please. I press the button. Come on. There we go. All right, let's just do a quick two minute cool down just to wind you down. I mean, you shouldn't have been too stressed throughout that row that you're going to need a massive cool down so maybe go about 20 seconds slower than you just were through the session just enough to keep your muscles moving let your heart rate slowly come down keep the blood pumping around your body Make sure still to push for those legs and pull in with the arms. So, like I say, today's session briefly touched on technique, but not one of my full walkthroughs where I go through everything. If you're a first time viewer, then <laughs> you picked the wrong, wrong one to watch first because I don't discuss, didn't go through the entire technique. So, quickly either search for a YouTube video that talks about technique. I'm gonna do one once I finish recording all four weeks worth of this training plan. Or just go back and watch any of my other videos because good grief, I talk about it a lot. If you go to week three, session six, I go through technique very thoroughly in that one. 
course, go to indoorrowinginfo.com, which is a website which has lots of links to other places that have training plans and technique chats and teams and competitions and things. And make sure to, one last stroke for me, hang on, you keep going while I finish off. Make sure to comment, subscribe and stuff on the channel. If you've got any questions and things, then uh, make sure and pop them in there and I can answer. We do also have a, a Facebook group. Um, join that, ask questions there. But that's it. So week four, session one of the six day training plan uh, is done. And remember, this is test week. So try and follow this stuff closely and stick with me on pace. Try not to uh, get too, I mean, that could be a boring session if you're not prepping for a test at the end of the week so don't get too disillusioned by this stuff. By the time you hit your 2K test, um, you'll have the value of this stuff, so don't worry about it. This is all just a part of a bigger plan, okay? It's a session on its own, you might go, what? But it's part of a bigger plan. So let's call the hashtag for this session then bigger plan. A bit late for that really, it should really have been week one, session one, but this session is part of a bigger plan, so hashtag bigger plan. And that's it, that's my waffle done. Um, I think I've covered everything. I don't think I've embarrassed myself too much in terms of insulting nations or, or whatever. So I'll stop here. I'll go off and get myself ready for session two, uh, which is gonna be, well, for me, tomorrow's session. And uh, like I say, it'll be a, a proper, straight down the line, hard session. that will just give you that little zing to your muscles to keep you tip top ready for test day. Okay, thank you very much for rolling this session. I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe, be well, bye bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.